Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord today? Isn't it good to have Pastor Chase back with us and Casey? They are married, folks. It's a, they are married. They are married, happily married, and they are here today. We're glad to have them back here with us. Today, I'm starting a new series. Uh, it's called Ghosted. Ghosted, and um, I don't know how up-to-date you are on um, current lingo. You may be like me and need a few lessons, but if you look up the word ghosted, you may get a few things. Um, whatever you do, don't look it up on Urban Dictionary, whatever you do. Don't ever look up anything on Urban Dictionary, whatever you do. Uh, but ghosted, uh, in this time that we are living in, it really, modern day terms of ghosted is whenever you are somewhat in a relationship with someone, whether it may be a texting relationship or an online, that's a lot of time referred to, uh, well, online relationships when it seems like everything is going great until one day the other person doesn't exist. They don't return your calls. They're not, they're not answering your text. You've been ghosted. If you go on a first date and they don't show up, you've been ghosted, Okay. Uh, don't feel like a loser, but you've been you. But you've been ghosted. But this series is not about that ghosted. This series is about the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, because we are moving into Pentecost season. Next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday, and I want to take some time over whatever, however long this series is going to be, not just to educate us, but I want you to step into a new level a new commitment, a new understanding, and operating in the Holy Spirit. And whenever you start operating in the Spirit and the entire church starts operating in the Holy Spirit and the fullness of it, you will see a greater harvest. In John chapter 14 today, before Jesus is being taken away and before the crucifixion story begins to unfold, Jesus is, is meeting with his disciples and he is reminding them that life will not be easy. Can I get an amen? amen? Life will not be perfect. Life will not be fair. Life is not always equal. Life, life will catch you off guard at times. I don't know about you, but we watched as a nation was called off guard this week with the, the gas shortage. And we watched as it seems like people were going crazy and, and filling up garbage bags with gas. You saw those memes too, yes. We watched as life caught us off guard. We've watched as what is happening unfold in Israel. And the word says, it's not just a slogan, but it's in the word to pray for the peace of Israel. And we should be praying for the nation. But life will catch you off guard. It's not easy. It's not perfect. But he was telling them that no matter what, I will be with you. No matter what you're going through, I will be with you. And in John chapter 14, verses 15 through 18, <clears throat> the word says, <clears throat> if you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. 
and the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, but I will come to you. Over the next few weeks, I, as I previously stated, that I not only want you to know about the Holy Spirit, but I want you to know who he is. And for us for, as a church to be sure that everything that we are doing, we are operating according to the Spirit. I'm going to start today by teaching this series. I'm going to start by teaching a little bit about the Trinity today. And it starts in the very beginning of the Bible, the beginning of time. God is one God and he is revealed in three persons called the Trinity or, or some call it the Godhead. We see one, we see God the Father, the Lord. We see God the Son, Jesus Christ. And then we see God in the Holy Spirit. It is three revealed in one God. And in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 in the very beginning, in chapter 1, God says, let us make man in our own image. Let us make man in our own image. He, he, it is like he is talking to himself. Some have read it and say, well, who, was, who, is, who is we? Who's, who's our? Who is he talking to? And I just want to clarify it, that he was, he was not having a loopy day. He, 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 was not, he was not seeing double. He did not take an extra Benadryl that day. He didn't have Taco Bell before he went to sleep. He was not having a rough night, but he was, I, I believe he was having a conversation. I can see him looking to his right and to his left at the Father, at the Son and the Holy Spirit saying, let us make man in our own image. He wasn't having some type of crazy day, but, but, but in this verse, he said, let us, and this word here for, for the Lord is translated into Elohim. Elohim is a name of God that we first see here in Genesis chapter 1. And it's whenever you break it down uh, in its original language, its grammatical structure is polytheistic. It is more than one God. He said, there is more than one of us. There is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And in other words, he said, when, when God was saying, he said, let us make man in our image he was saying just like the father just like the son and just like the holy spirit he made us in all of their images why because we not only need god but how many of you know we need the son too we not only need the father and the son but how many of you can agree with me this morning that we need the holy spirit more than ever in our lives and not only do we need all of them but the word says he created us in his image not only do we need them but we should look similar to them all we should have traits just like the father and the son and the holy spirit there should be characteristics inside of us that reminds people and reflects the father the son and the holy spirit i once heard the illustration and have seen it played out several times by many teachers and pastors talking uh describing uh the, the 
divinity as water because water can be a solid. When it's frozen, it becomes a solid and, and, and it can also be the liquid of the water, but it can also come in the form of, of steam or vapor. It's one thing uh, in, in three different forms. And I think that we can all somewhat grasp the God side of the Trinity. You know, that the father-like figure, we understand the importance of, of, of fathers in our lives so we can somehow grasp that. And, and, and then we can probably most identify with Jesus Christ, the son, because there, there, there are books written about him. He was in the gospels. We see his words in red because he was God in the form of man. And, and we have read about his miracles. We've seen the miracles. And he he walked on the water and he he went to Calvary. He, he, he is our salvation. He, he is our sacrifice. He, he is our redeemer. He's our restorer. He's our deliverer. He is good when everything else seems bad. Amen. He's our way when there seems to be no way. That's, that's, that's who Jesus is. And there's only one name by which man must be saved. And it's under his name. The only name you can be saved and the only way you will get into heaven today is through the son Jesus Christ then is the third person of the Trinity he's called the Holy Spirit some versions say the Holy Ghost and in the Old Testament we see God is the figure reigning over earth and then we fast forward thousands of years and we see Jesus Christ being born and it is like God passing the baton to Jesus as he begins his reign on earth. He becomes that. And then after 50 days after the resurrection is when Pentecost came, when they were in that upper room and they began to speak in other tongues, it says as the spirit put it in their mouth and it was like cloven tongues of fire rested upon each of them that day. And then in that moment, it is like we see Jesus passing the baton to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is still reigning on earth. He is still moving. And now we still feel the presence as he moves throughout uh, this church and our city and all throughout the world and now that the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity Trinity that we are every day uh, engaging with even if you do not even know it although we are in daily communion with him of some sort many in the church many Christians still not still do not understand who the Holy Spirit is let me tell you something the Holy Spirit, he is always available, amen. He is all powerful, amen. He gives us power to get through trials, but he's such a mystery to some. And to a lot of people, they they feel that this is the part of, of, of the Godhead of the Trinity that's a little weird. It's 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 mysterious. I can't I can't I can't put my finger on it. I I really don't know how to explain it. I don't I don't get it. I don't I I don't understand it and, and some people start feeling like this is this is this is where it gets a little weird whenever people start talking about the pastor and then some will say well pastor you know I, I once knew a lady and 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 
we all know this lady and she says that she was full of the Holy Ghost and pastor if I'm just if I'm just real with you she was she was weird she was a freak we, we, we all know those people and, and 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 every time I saw her coming in Walmart I'd go the other way because she was she was about to give me a word from the Lord we all know those people and and, and then and all this happens and it, it, it just seems like they're weird well I want to say this first of all we all know people like that can I get an amen second of all if she was that weird after she got the Holy Ghost imagine how weird she was before she got the Holy Ghost and let's break the lie of the devil this morning the Holy Ghost does not make you weird he makes you powerful amen he doesn't make you weird he just gives you some power inside of you so let's be practical this morning and let's break down some of these things and learn about who the Holy Spirit is why because I don't want the Holy Spirit to be a mystery for you whenever you see someone operating in the spirit whenever you hear someone praying in the spirit I don't want you to be like well that's weird it seems mysterious and when the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you it's so important that we know what he is doing you need to understand a few things about the Holy Spirit this morning write these down the Holy Spirit is not an it the Holy Spirit is a person amen he's not just a power but he is a person person with power and that person with power can live on the inside of us not only is he a person with power but he is fully God he's not some type of powerful angel that that sweeps down in the middle of a worship and and causes us to lose track of time no no, no. he is fully God because he is omnipotent he's all-powerful he's he's omniscient he's he, he's all-knowing he's omnipresent he, he 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 can be everywhere all at once and let me break the lie to you the devil has none of those powers this morning can I get an amen he cannot be everywhere he does does not know all of your dirt until you tell him your dirt. He doesn't know all of your past until you start until you start talking about your past. He doesn't know any of those things because he is not the Lord. And whenever you have this Holy Spirit on the inside of you, guess what that means? It means that you've got the all-powerful inside of you. Amen. You've got the all-knowing inside of you. You've got the omnipresent inside of you. You've got the way maker inside of you. You've got the special gift inside of you. And because he's supernatural, guess what? You've got something supernatural on the inside of you. Look at your neighbor and say, I am supernatural this morning. Wives, look at your husband and say, I told you I was a gift from heaven. I told you I was supernatural. The pastor just confirmed it. You can put an extra 20 in the plate as you leave, ladies. What does that mean that you are supernatural? What does that mean that I'm supernatural? You are supernatural. What it means is you are supernatural because you are full of the Holy Ghost this morning. You want to know why you're supernatural? You are supernatural because demons know whenever you walk into the room demons can tell you apart from the other from the other flock why because you've got the holy spirit leading living inside of you and whenever you've got the holy spirit living inside of you you walk into rooms and you should start changing the atmosphere why are you supernatural it means because you because you have a, you have power over your enemy it means that you are not walking in fear but you are walking in faith this morning it means that you may see me do 
doing something that I don't even have the strength to do. It's because the Holy Spirit is inside of me. It's a supernatural working in me and giving me the power from on high. If you are glad that you've got some supernatural inside of you, would you just shout amen with me this morning? It's important to know that the Holy Spirit is like a personal trainer. And if you've ever had a personal trainer, you don't like your personal trainer at first. You don't want to see your personal trainer. It's cute to update your Facebook. I've got a personal trainer. But whenever you see your personal trainer, you're like, oh gosh, not today. But after the trainer is finished with you and you have reached a new level, you look back and say, yeah, I got a personal trainer. The same as with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes whenever you see the Holy Spirit, you may not want to see him because he will reveal things to you that you never thought nobody else knew about you. It's called conviction. Conviction power. A lot of churches don't have conviction power because they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. Why are people not saved in some places? Because the Holy Spirit is not moving and convicting the hearts and lives of people. It convicts us. And in Luke chapter 4, just jot it down, verse 1 through 2. Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. Jesus had a personal trainer and it was the Holy Spirit. If Jesus was being led by the Spirit, how much more should the modern day church be led by the Spirit? Can I get an amen? A personal trainer challenges you. A trainer gets you ready for the next thing in your life. A trainer gives you insight and guidance. He prepares you for places that you could only dream to go. I could only dream about doing a marathon. I would get to about sweet bar and have to have a donut because, <laughs> because the Lord would tell me to take a break and eat one. I know he would because I could not go any further. But whenever I'm working out with a trainer, they could take me, probably someone who could not even run a mile, and stretch me and stretch me and add distance until one day I could finally be able to do it and I can look back and say it was because of my training. There are some places that you cannot go until you've been trained and prepared for in life. The Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. Thanks a lot, Jesus. The wilderness. How many of you have ever felt like you've been led into the wilderness? Like you've been led into a season of life that you're like, what in the world am I doing here? The Spirit led him into the wilderness. The wilderness is where the wild things are. The Spirit, your trainer, will lead you through some wild things just to make you wild for Jesus. You can't be wild for Jesus until you've been through a wilderness. You can't be wild for Jesus until you've, until you've been thirsty in a desert somewhere. So many times we think the wilderness is there to harm us. 
So many times we think the desert was there by the devil to destroy us. But really those seasons and those wilderness and, 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 um, and uh, the, the hot places and the dry seasons of life are seriously training ground for the Holy Spirit. Because if you will let the Holy Spirit lead you through the unwanted seasons, you will end up in some unimaginable seasons. If you let the Holy Spirit lead you during the unwanted tough times, you will get to a place of what you could not even imagine and you will look back and say it must have been the Lord who was leading me it must have been his spirit if you will let the Lord lead you in the unwanted you will end up in the unimaginable yes he will lead you through some dry seasons yes he will put you with people that you don't want to be around can I get an amen yes you will have to climb mountains and walk through some valleys yes you've been through some unwanted seasons but if you will let the spirit lead and train you in the unwanted it will end up in the unimaginable the unimaginable seasons when you look back and say who it was the Lord seasons that once you reach the finish line of life you just throw up your hands because you've got a testimony about the goodness of God the unimaginable so before you blame your, uh, the heart seasons on the devil, before you blame the wilderness on the devil, look around and do what Exodus 14, 13 says. Do not be afraid, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Because so many times we give the devil credit. We, whenever, whenever we're in those seasons, it's so easy to blame it on, on the devil. But in those seasons is the exact moment when whenever you need to say to your trainer, whenever you need to say to the Holy Spirit, lead me, Spirit. Show me, Spirit. Talk to me, Spirit. Guide me, Spirit. Empower me, Spirit. Because your destiny cannot happen until you've been through some training. And you need to understand that the Holy Spirit led Jesus to a desert but not only was it a desert, it was a desert with the devil in it. <sighs> Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse. I'm stuck in a desert with the devil. Has anyone ever felt like that? Some of you think you live with the devil. Don't lie. That's conviction coming across your heart right now. You're like... I thought the drive was rough. I thought the wilderness was rough. And now I look up and there is the devil in front of me. Have you ever felt like I'm not only in a desert, but I'm in the desert with the devil? Not only am I in a dry season, but I'm in a dry season with the devil. Not only am I in the wilderness, I mean a family reunion. Not only am I at a family reunion, but I'm at a family reunion with the devil. And the devil shares my last name. How I many of you got akin to a devil? People are throwing, people are talking about me. People are gossiping about me. People are throwing shade all my way. Listen to the Spirit today. Never respond to shade that comes from trees that don't bear fruit. What fruit? The fruit of the Holy Spirit. If you're not bearing fruit of the Spirit, you ain't stealing my fruit.
fruit today. If you ain't bearing the fruit of the Spirit, I'm not giving you my time to engage in your foolishness activities. You're not stealing my joy. You're not stealing my peace. You're not stealing my patience. I'm not going to let you. You shall know them by the what? The fruit that they bear. Never respond to shade that comes from trees that don't bear fruit. I don't get it. People are throwing shade my way. They're, they're talking about me. They're gossiping. Nothing is going in my favor. It feels like nothing can happen. It feels like nothing good. Lord, I feel like I'm about to break. Nothing good is coming of this. It is hot. It is dry. And the only thing I can see is the devil. Anybody been there? I feel like nothing's going my way. I feel like I'm about to break. I feel like I can't give anymore. I feel like the marriage is about to end. I feel like I can't hear from you anymore. It is hot. It is dry. I feel like I'm about to lose my mind up in here, up in here. I feel like it's all about to break. Don't be acting that holy this morning. We've all been there. We looked at somebody and said, I'm about to break. I'm about to lose my mind. Some of you said that to your kids this week. You about to make me lose my mind. Up in here. Up in here. You gonna make me act a fool. You gonna make me lose my cool. Up in here. Up in here. Spirit, you better do something. Spirit, you better take the kids somewhere. Spirit, you better do it. We've all been there. We've all been there at something in our life where all we could see was the devil. But sometimes it takes the Spirit leading you to a desert with nothing else except for the devil sometimes it takes the spirit leading you to the desert with the devil just so he can show the both of you who really has the power you may be in the wilderness but if you'll get ghosted if you'll get full of the holy spirit if you'll let the holy spirit lead and train you this desert will not kill you it will empower you if you get led by the spirit this wilderness will not kill you but it will develop you into a warrior this morning you may have walked in here weak but you're going to walk out of here strong today you may have walked in here with fear of the devil but whenever you walk out the devil's going to start fearing you today you may have walked into this place into a desert just just physically spiritually out of shape you may spiritually just have flabby abs but you're going to walk out with abs from heaven this morning somebody should have claimed that one you may have walked in here with the wilderness with no spiritual core strength but whenever you get ghosted you start walking out with your shoulders back and with your chin up clothed in righteousness why because you've been led and trained through it all by the holy ghost tell somebody 
I'm in spiritual training this morning. Come on, stand up with me. Look at somebody and say, I'm in spiritual training this morning. You may, you, 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 you may not be able to tell it by looking at me, but the Spirit is doing something in me. You may not be able to tell by looking at me, but I'm in some training. You may can't, be t- you, you may can't tell it by looking at my figure this morning, but oh, if you can see my figure in the Spirit. You may can't tell it by looking at my thighs this morning, but if you can see my thighs in the Spirit, God is doing something in me. The Spirit is working working in me. Can we just give God a hand clap of praise and thank Him for His Spirit? Tell somebody I'm in spiritual training this morning. That's why people that only know about the Holy Spirit compared to how people are filled with the Holy Spirit they walk through the wilderness with a different stance. Whenever you walk through the desert Whenever you walk through trials, don't walk like there's no hope. But walk in the Spirit. The Word says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Why shall I fear no evil? Because your Spirit is with me. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. The Holy Spirit is leading me. Come on. Tell somebody, the Holy Spirit is leading me. He's training me. He's omnipresent. He's he's omnipotent. He's all-knowing. And he's training me today. Will you just raise up your hands with me in this place today? We're going to sing this out today. Come on. Jesus was in this season for Jesus was the beginning of a ministry 
and the devil has lied to you and said this season that you're in is actually the end of you but I want to tell you how the Lord works let me tell you how the spirit works when the devil says it's the end the spirit says no I'm just beginning in him I'm just started I've just started creating something new in her come on somebody you thought this season was your end no 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 honey no babe no this is your beginning today and I want to tell you right now whenever you look around all you see is Satan all you hear are the lies of the enemy I want to tell you today that the devil is a liar today and if you would focus your eyes upon the Lord and get your ear in tune with the Spirit this season that you are in is about to be the birthing point of something new in your life come on would you just raise up your hands with me come on will you just close your eyes if you're in this place today and you say you know what I need the Holy Spirit just to rest on me in this season of life I need the leading of the Spirit I need him to speak to me I need me to guide me I felt all alone I have felt like I've been all alone with nobody but Satan if you're in this place and you say you know what it's been a dry season it's been a rough season it may be it may be something in your house on your job with your family in your mind but you say you know what I just need the Holy Spirit to come sit on me I just need the Holy Ghost to come rest on me if you're in this place and that's you as they begin to sing this morning I want you to make your way forward and I'm gonna pray for you today come on let's sing it out you can move now come on sing it out sing it out hey.
I just feel like there's someone in here that needs Jesus Christ as their Savior. If you're in this place, would you just would you just bow your heads and close your eyes for a moment? I feel like somebody needs salvation today. If you're in this place, you say, you know what? I need Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. I'm not going to embarrass you today, but I just want to pray for you. Would you just raise up your hand? No one's looking around. I need Jesus Christ as my Savior. I need to be saved today. I need to come back to the cross. Are you in this place today? I need Jesus. I see your hand. Anyone else says, you know what? I need Jesus today. I need him today. I, I want to be saved today. I see you. If your hand is raised, I don't want to embarrass you, but I want to come right here and I want to pray for you. I'm not going to call you out, but if you want to, I'm going to pray for you today. We're going to sing this again. Come on. Just step forward. I want to pray for you today. I want to give you some helpful advice today. Come on. Come on, just step on out today in your faith today. Step out in faith today. Miracles happen of obedience. Salvation happens of obedience whenever you receive the blood of the Lamb today. Come on, I want, I want it for you today. The Lord is in this. He's here to save you today. He's here to redeem you today. Yeah, yeah. If you raised your hand up, it's okay. I, I don't want you to miss this. Right where you are at, I want you to repeat these words after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Come on, church, say it out loud with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the cross. I thank you for sending your one and only Son, Jesus Christ, to die for my salvation. Today, oh Lord, I confess I'm not perfect. I have failed at times. But today, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are the Lord of my life. And today, I declare the blood that you shed was for my salvation. I receive it today. I'm a new creation today. I am saved today. The devil did not win today. The devil's grip was loose today. Come on, somebody. Celebrate the two or so people whose hands were raised. Come on, celebrate it like somebody just found Jesus today. Never once were I forsaken today. Come on. I want to sing this over your house this week. Hey. And not for a minute. Who was I
happened in this place today Lord I celebrate the two or so souls that were saved today Lord I, I believe that some addictions were broken off today Lord I believe some strongholds were broken off today Lord I believe that there's somebody in a desert today and they started tuning in their ear to the spirit today I give you all honor for it. I give you all the honor. You know, sometimes it's so easy to look around and say, so-and-so can't make it. If their marriage couldn't make it, mine can't make it. So-and-so was addicted, they couldn't break it. Look at that pastor, he failed. And if, if he's a pastor, he can't make it. How can I? Sometimes it's so easy to be caught up in the wilderness, in the desert. And you say, how can I make it? Let me tell you how you make it. And while, while everybody else is looking at Satan, you look at the Lord in your desert. Tune in your ear to the Holy Spirit and he will lead you out into something new. I declare this word over Legacy Church today, oh God over homes, over marriages, over lost children and sons and daughters. I declare it over this house today, oh Lord. Lord, I thank you for your spirit. I don't know where I would be without your spirit. Lord, I thank you when I felt like I was all alone. You never, you never turned your back on your son. When I felt like nobody understood, you were always there for me. I just can't thank you enough that you're the friend that sticks closer than a brother. I just can't thank you enough today. As we leave this place, Lord, bind us together with strong cords of love that cannot be broken. As we leave this place today, oh God, speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak to our spirits, and lead us through the valley. Lead us, oh God. I thank you in advance for what, you are, what you've done today and what you're going to do through this series, Lord. I love you. I honor you today. I give you all the glory in your name church let's say amen together come on let's say amen say amen together let's agree let's agree this morning our ushers are coming they're going to dismiss you from the back to the front remember get online uh 
on your app this afternoon get online in the morning we're gonna have a lot of guests next week because of graduate recognition I want you to have seats so be sure you reserve your seats invite your friends invite your family have a great week I'll see you next week God bless